Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsor. Balance Virtually provides full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, and much more. To schedule a consultation with a certified public accountant with over 16 years of experience helping people like you, visit balancevirtually.com. Balance Virtually, your locally owned full-service financial planning service company. Welcome to the Veronica Edwards Show, where we have fun financial conversations that everyone listening can apply to their personal and professional life. I'm your host, Veronica Edwards, and we are back here on bizradio.us for season three of the Veronica Edwards show. So as always, want to thank the V team for downloading the show, listening live. We have a goal of 3000 downloads for season three. We were able to do a thousand season one, 2000 season two. So we want to hit that trend and hit 3000. So today is my favorite monthly segment our CPA chat with fellow CPA, Ms. Michelle Trotz. Hello, Michelle. Hello, Veronica. I miss Michelle when we don't talk. We do a lot of recordings at once. So this is the first time we've recorded in a while. This will air in September. Michelle, how has the summer been for you? Oh, gosh. Uh, it's been great, right? I mean, who, who can complain about summer? I like the longer days, uh, the, the warmth, especially in the mornings and at night. It's great. I just listened to our show um, that aired in August that was talking about all the spring cleaning and things that you can do for your business in the summer. And I said, you know what? I haven't done one of those things. I need to get up. <laughs> I got a couple of weeks left in the summer. I need to get on some of those great top five items that we told people to do for their business. So, yeah. Yeah, but for sure. Yeah. So today you know, we're getting, we're approaching, you know, the last quarter of the year. And I don't know about you, Michelle, this is the time I'm telling my clients like, okay, the year's over. Yeah. <laughs> like you only have a quarter left. And especially now with the state of the economy and specifically inflation, we'll be talking about today. I really want us to talk about how this is affecting small business owners, especially for the remainder remainder of the year. So I'm not sure mm -hmm. if you've seen that, Michelle, with a lot of your clients before we dive into it, but it's definitely been a struggle. Yeah, it, it has. I mean, for everybody, uh, even for us, right? I mean, uh -huh. it's uh, the costs are up everywhere and it's really, it's really challenging. A lot of my clients are struggling with these increased costs. Um, and so it's, it's puzzling. You, you, you think you're on a stride and you don't know what to do. And then you look back at your financials, which of course we help our clients do. And they're like, whoa, wait a minute, uh -huh. what happened? So it's, it's challenging. You know, it's inflation is one of those creepy things <laughs> like literally but then it kind of happens before you know it you know yes. it's just one of those sort of obnoxious things that just creeps up and then it's a problem and it doesn't really go away and so uh -huh. it's really it is concerning it's it's up a lot right i mean you know you you and i've talked before and and we've got some stats from from the us chamber of commerce and again this is going back uh, a ways but it's it's affecting over half of the small businesses that uh -huh. that have been polled in this particular study say that inflation is still a major challenge and so it's it's just an issue we all have to grapple with 
Absolutely. I know even personally, I have a friend that's building a house and she said the builders literally told me we're going to have to pause to like 2024. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> you know, like, and I appreciate that they told her that because they were like, we don't want to waste your money or your time. You know, like we're seeing how this inflation is getting ridiculous for materials and that just trickles down to everybody else. So I'm hoping that there is some relief that we'll see hopefully 2024, 2025, but all the signs are there that yeah. it's time to buckle up. So, yeah, I don't know about, I mean, I don't know. None of us have a crystal ball. Right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm, I find myself like in the beginning of this inflationary period, it was like, Oh my gosh, like it costs yep. what? Like what? Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're just sort of like dumbfounded at at the costs of everything, and and like you said, it's personal as well as it's you know part of your business. You see that increase in costs, but I'm not sure that it it really will go down much more. I mean, yeah. once up, it's kind of hard to go down. Very you know, true. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just not sure. I'm, I'm hopeful. I'll keep my fingers crossed. I find myself personally just starting to get used to mm-hmm. the more expensive, how things cost more money. And so what, I think what we really should be sharing with our listeners and people who own small businesses is don't just, you know, sit and wait for it to go down and think, yep. oh, you know, there'll be a better time in the future. We need to think about what you need to be doing right now to help yourself get through and stay focused and just think this is a new normal. I hate to use that term. Uh-huh. term but it's a new normal. Let's figure out what we need to do and, and what can we do to stay proactive going forward? Absolutely. That's exactly what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the impact of inflation on small businesses and some recommendations of things that businesses can do to combat the inflation because you can't just sit twiddling your thumbs and hoping (laughs) that, okay, this is just going to work its way out and maybe we'll get some more stimulus and all that stuff. No, it seems like everyone is starting to shut down all that free money that's going out. And we definitely are seeing it with now those that have student loans, which I have a household that still has student loans. Um, That's all coming back, you know, so let's dive in. So the first thing that I know that we've definitely seen that's impacting small businesses with inflation, Michelle, is Mm -hmm. cash flow. (laughs) Cash is king. I'll just say that, right? I feel like we always are told that in our accounting classes, we see it as accountants and it's really reducing growth. You know, when when you got a lot of cash, it's easy to hire people to get equipment. You're not worrying about too much of any surprises that could come up. But like we said, you know, more than half of small businesses are also saying, you know, in addition to having concerns with inflation, they're also delaying growing their business because interest rates are going up, trying to reduce the inflation. Um, A lot of people are saving for a rainy day. Yes, even though prices are going up, not all those prices, which we'll talk about, we can't always pass that down to our customers. So definitely I'm seeing clients where the cash flow is definitely causing them a little bit of pause. Yeah. And, and I love the fact that, that we are seeing a little bit of pullback in terms of, you know, businesses starting to save a little bit more. I'm a huge proponent of having savings, not just rainy day savings, but savings 
in all different buckets for all different things uh -huh. that you may want to do in the future. And, and for like we've talked about before, for the next crisis, whatever that looks like, maybe it'll be another pandemic, hopefully not, uh -huh. you know, who knows, but even if it's a, a cybersecurity, um, some, some crisis or something that's happened only to you or your particular business, you need to have some money set aside because it costs a lot. And and with the increased prices, it's just really important to just sort of, as you you said, your friend was doing, just pause, just take a breath, uh -huh. just, you know, think things through, look back at your financials and, and make sure you can ride the next wave, you know, just make sure that you've got the cash you need, even with the increased costs. I like to think of this inflationary period, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people, it's like, I have to understand the why, like yes. what happened, the why. Mm -hmm. And it it kind of restarted with that whole great resignation issue, you know, where uh -huh. the workforce just said, eh, not doing this anymore. <laughs> and when we say workforce, we're talking 50 million people. Yeah. 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 I mean, I... I love it. I applaud them. I, I don't know where we would be, honestly, without the pandemic. And I hate the physical uh, mm -hmm. sick part of it, you know, all the, the, the loss and the death that happened as a result. That's terrible. But I yes. really do love some of the things that, that we see as, as an outcome of the pandemic. And this whole great resignation of our labor force, I think is just tremendous. It's really more like a great reshuffle, right? Because mm -hmm. a lot of people left, you know, a lot of those customer facing jobs, a lot of the hospitality jobs, that's that's really challenging and it remains very challenging, but they're going and doing something different because they, they're looking for different jobs. It's, it's really a hard time, as we all know, to find people and to yes. hire people. But I think that's forcing us to sort of think outside the box uh -huh. at what is what are some of the other options? What can I do? How do I retain my staff? How do I train them to do different things? And it's just I think it's all for the good, really, in the end. I think it will really be great. But that's part of what I see is just personally the the cause, the why this inflation happened. You know, workers, rightfully so, are expecting and demanding more mm -hmm. money. And mm -hmm. that costs money. And that has a trickle down effect. And I think that's part of what's what's raising costs, not to mention the impact of the pandemic and the shipping and all the, you know, everything mm -hmm. was happened. Yeah. And I'm definitely, I'm hearing it across the board about just the lack of skilled employees. You know, there's all these jobs that are hiring, but I'm just like you, Michelle, of of that same thought of pay people what they should be paid. You know, right. they say the average livable wage is somewhere between 18 and $20 an hour. That's still just a $40,000 a year salary. To me, that's not a livable wage because where are people living now where it's under $1,500 a month? Yeah. And then with a car note, the average is about six, $700. So right there, yeah. You're spending over $2,000. We haven't talked about how expensive food is, all those things. So I am happy that this has finally happened. And don't get me started with hospitality and, you know, why do they have a different minimum wage than everybody else? You know, like I, servers. Yes. So I'm glad that this caused it. And another impact that we talked about that affected the cash flow and all that stuff is the interest rates continue oh, to yeah. increase. So people are hesitant when it comes to lending. So we know as accountants, but those that are listening, you know, the way economics works is, hey, we got to start increasing these interest rates to help 
with that increase of all these people are spending money and all this money's out here, but let's kind of reduce it by increasing the interest rates. And I'm going to be honest with you, Michelle, I'm not really seeing the slowdown. Right. Well, that's the, that's the great anomaly, <laughs> you know, like, wait, wait, this is all supposed to work. And it was, there are these theories, these economic theories that like, okay, we have inflation, we should re, we should raise interest rates, it'll slow the economy down. And it's like, it's not really doing what it used to do. It's like, uh -uh. Where, what universe are we on? Um, but it's, um, it's, I think it's, I think it's kind of a double edged sword, you know, you've got the higher interest rates, which I think are, unfortunately impacting the people who can least afford it in terms yes. of the, you know, credit card interest rates and that kind of thing and the access to cash on the flip side um you know it's it it is helping a little bit i do i do see and we are hearing the reports of it's sort of you know tightening things a little bit in terms of um just you know bigger purchases and, uh -huh. and that, you know from a bigger business perspective in terms of like you said you know businesses are just holding on to a little bit more money maybe not buying that that newest latest greatest equipment etc um and that's gonna we're gonna see that tightening of of that kind of part of the economy have its impact on our smaller businesses yes. but again i think right now from a small business perspective they're just we're just trying to stay afloat, right? Uh -huh. So we're struggling to find people still. We've have to work to retain people, to train people, to really start focusing on being flexible and thinking outside the box in terms of like, does this job have to be done? All of us sitting here in this room, in this office, or in this building, can we? Can I look to hire other people from other parts of the country? What does that mean? So I think if we continue to just sort of, you know, expand our horizons, uh -huh. continue to save cash, uh -huh. make sure we're reading and reviewing our financial statements, you know, I think it'll it'll really start to have an impact on being able to really manage what's in the future much better. And, you know, the interest rates will be what they will be. We have obviously individuals have very little control over that. Uh -huh. Our friend, the Jerome Powell, the Federal Reserve Chair, has all the say. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, but I trust him. He'll do what's right. And um, hopefully it won't get too much higher. I do feel bad for first time home buyers. I have to say. Yes. And I, I'm thankful that um, I actually, when I bought my second home, and it was during the pandemic 2020, I was technically considered a first-time homeowner because it, it was so many years that I hadn't been in a house. I think mm -hmm. if it's more than two or three years. So I was able to just squeak in, and I hate to throw it in some people's face, but my interest rate was only 2.75 yeah. three years ago. And I know it's probably, what would you say, definitely more than double. I feel like the interest rates are closer oh. to 7 8% right now, which is a huge yeah. difference in your monthly payment. Oh, it, it, it does make a huge difference. Um, and it's, it is really crippling to a lot of people. It's really hard. Um, but you know, it's, it, there's so many, there's so many components to a well-run economy that it's hard mm -hmm. to just say it's one thing or even two things. There's just so many factors involved. Um, and so just hitting those highlights, I think is really important for our listeners to understand that there's a lot at stake here. There's a lot going on, but what, what can, what can you do? What can they do? What can I do to help myself in terms of combating this inflation or helping my business stay afloat. And I think that that's really key. You mentioned cash flow, super important. We've done a whole segment uh -huh. on cash. 
Mm, yes, we have. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> we definitely need the cash. So what do we do to hold on to that cash or to figure out a way to, you know, just push through during this inflationary time? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's really important for small business owners to step back and really look deeply into the financials, evaluate what are my variable costs? What yep. are my fixed costs? Because right, we know, but you know, anecdotally, right, variable means it fluctuates. Mm-hmm. And so if it's uh, a variable cost, it's going to in, be impacted greatly by inflation and demand. And so we have to can take that into consideration. We can control it only so much but not 100%. On the fixed cost side, it's what it what it means, what we think it means, it's fixed. But it's only fixed for a certain period of time. Uh-huh. So those costs may still also increase because the providers of those services may raise your costs. But at the same time, look at both. What can you do to reduce your expenses? Are you paying for something that you don't any longer need? Mm-hmm. And just taking a really deep dive into it, making sure you've evaluated it all. I think also, you know, technology is huge. Looking at your technology, what it is that you need, must have, and then are you investing in technology? I know I just said Mm -hmm. save money and save cash, but you don't want to fall too far behind on the technology scale. You have to constantly be staying on top of it and invest in new software or new computers or new technology. What is out there? That's going to help you longer term. So uh-huh. be thinking about what can you do for your business now and then this in- investing in technology for the longer term. We also talked about the employees and retaining them. So be really investing and figuring out how you can invest in your team. What are your employees doing? What do they need? And how do they have and demonstrate loyalty and dedication? And this is, I'm not saying that just to be a smart aleck. It's Uh it's really important. So there are lots of ways that we can show our team and our employees that we really do care about them and want to show our appreciation for them, but be doing those things. Don't just think about them or talk about them. Make sure they know every day that that you support them and you care about them. So I think finding ways to really help uh, your employees and, and make sure that they know that you appreciate them will help you in inflation because then you're not looking at trying to to retrain or hire new people, which is hugely expensive. And trust me, whoever you hire most likely is going to be asking for a lot more money than your current employees and a (laughs) lot more demand. And one thing I want to highlight that Michelle and I both do in our business is that we've hired other entrepreneurs, you know, so sometimes I feel like it really helps when you're a small business owner to have other people that they get it. They get what it's like to have a business. They don't necessarily have to always be supervised, but also we do want to, you know, appreciate them. If it's a bonus, if it's lunch, little Mm -hmm. things go a long way. Um, Adding some health benefits and and different perks um, that you can provide that just makes you a little bit more competitive. So of all of the tips, and we have a few more, I am big when it comes to employee retention, and making sure that you pick employees and contractors that have the same type of, you know, work methodology as you. They have that same culture. They think the same. You just want people that are going to support you and that aren't, aren't going to represent your company differently from yourself. Yeah, I, I can't say it enough. It's it's just really important. It, it is the, the year or the, the decade of, you know, acknowledging and recognizing the employee for sure. 
One key strategy that I really want to hone in on and and really talk about, and that is raising prices. Uh. I know we all sort of like, oh, do I really have to? I don't want to have to do that to my clients or my customers. This is part of the cycle. And Uh so I challenge our listeners to really think about what are they charging? So here we are in this inflationary period. We're being hit with these increased costs. People are raising costs on us. Uh We have to, we're forced to raise our costs to our customers for our products and services. And I wouldn't shy away from that because our consumers are expecting it. And so it's, it's just a thing we just have to do. I don't want to, I'm not saying just, you know, go gangbusters and, you know, be ridiculous about it, but don't be shy about it either. Because what happens is, as we know on the financial side of things, your costs are increasing, but if your revenues don't increase also, that's Mm going to spell doomsday eventually. (laughs) (laughs) And in the great rapper, Fat Joe, yesterday's price is not today's price, you know, so you cannot um, feel bad. You shouldn't have to apologize. I have to shout out Matt Natan at bizradio.us. Same thing. We had to raise prices for our sponsors, for our commercial. Everything is going up. And I encouraged him to. And I'm one of the people that have to pay. I am a sponsor. So, you know, I get it. It goes both ways. So I'm so glad that you said that, Michelle. And just like that, we're already to the end of the show. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. How does that happen? (laughs) So, Michelle, before we leave, if you could uh, plug your business, how people can get in contact um, with you, if they have any accounting services that they need in the greater Asheville area. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we we do all of our services virtually, uh, remotely, or we're happy to come to our client locations. But you can find us on uh, the Internet. We're at www.michelletrotzcpa.com. We have a variety of different clients in a variety of different industries, including not-for-profit. And we have a great team that I acknowledge and promote and support and constantly tell them how proud of them I am. So <laughs> I know that's right. Well, Michelle, I hope one day to work for you. Me and Michelle have talked about collaborating. So I would love to work for Michelle. And I just want to thank the listeners. I want to thank Michelle again for coming on. And remember to continue to tune into bizradio.us. Come back, same time, same place, 10 a.m. on Wednesdays for the Veronica Edwards Show. And if you miss the live airing, you can always listen to all prior shows at veronicaedwards.buzzsprout.com. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.